Welcome back to another edition of WWE Mentality. I am one of your hosts, JR. Justin was going to join me. He still might. He might walk in in a couple seconds. But I'm sitting here in the 94.5 WCMS studio waiting on him. And I told him, I said, hey, Justin, I've got to start this thing. I got things to do. As he always says, we wear a lot of hats around here. But one of those hats is I got to go to a baby appointment. I got to see my brand new baby that's in my wife's tummy right now. So I've got to go to that. And I have told him I got to start. But we're going to kick this thing off with some SmackDown Live. We'll also cover Raw. And we'll hit on the pay-per-view coming up on the 15th on Sunday. TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. We'll go through the matches, and I'll tell you my thoughts on them. Also, we'll be hearing from one of our three sponsors right now, Village Hardware, located in Wan Cheese in North Carolina. If you stay ready, you don't have to be ready. Or you don't have to get ready. I'm sorry. And uh, they'll tell you all about it here in a few seconds. So go ahead and take it away. Village Hardware, located in Wan Cheese in North Carolina. Here's a question for you. You know where you can find an abundance of hunting supplies on the Outer Banks? Well, if you don't, let me tell you. Village Hardware in Wan Cheese, that's where. Village Hardware is the Outer Banks hunting supply headquarters. From building deer stands and bush and duck blinds to ammunition, all brands of decoys, decoy sleds, ABC duck calls, and attractants. They got you all taken care of. Because if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or give them a call at 252-473-3900. Village Hardware on Highway 345 next to the Duck Through Wan Cheese. Okay, and we're back, Village Hardware. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. That's how you say it. So, SmackDown Live. We had Bray Wyatt just tormenting The Miz this week. Tormenting as in the fact that just playing mind games only as Bray Wyatt can do, or The Fiend, I should say, can do. And, uh, again, yeah, just playing mind games with him. It's it's a typical Fiend thing to do. And if you haven't paid attention to The Fiend at all, or Bray Wyatt at all, he loves to play some mind games. So he's tormenting The Miz right now, and they got a match upcoming here this Sunday, and we're going to talk about that more in a few minutes after we get done covering SmackDown Live and Raw. But it looks like Bray Wyatt has turned his attention to a new victim in The Miz. Alexa Bliss defeated Mandy Rose. Uh, still not on the Mandy Rose Express. I really think that she is just very stale in the ring and, and is not very good. I don't know where they're they're planning on going with Mandy, but it's got to it's got to be only as a I would say kind of like in a diva role, you know, kind of not not a lot of wrestling, not a lot going on with her and Sonya Deville and uh, that tag team they have Fire and Desire, pretty catchy name, but just not catchy to anybody else that's watching, unfortunately. Uh, Elias and Dana Brooke, kind of a weird combo there. I didn't really expect them to be, uh, I don't know if they're planning to be tag team or intergender uh, mixed match challenge partners or, or what, but it's kind of weird to see Dana Brooke helping or teaming up with Elias, and uh, they they kind of embarrassed Drake Maverick, where uh, Elias just <laughs> pulled Jake Drake Maverick over his knee and, and spanked him like a little child. Dana Brooke, again, I don't know, I mean... She's gotten some publicity of late with uh, her and Dave Bautista's new relationship, but putting her on TV, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, it's, it's kind of, it's one of them storylines that are up in the air right now. 
maybe they're just trying something new. Uh, maybe they're getting ready for Mixed Match Challenge. I honestly don't know. It's kind of got me mind boggling. The Revival defeated Mustafa Ali and Shorty G along with Heavy Machinery and the Lucha House Party in a fatal four-way tag team elimination match to earn a SmackDown Tag Team Championship opportunity at TLC. Again, we'll talk about TLC here in a few more minutes. Bailey and Sasha Banks retaliated against Lacey Evans. Well, Lacey Evans actually had a match against Sasha Banks, beat her, walking back up the ramp, and Bailey, being very cowardice, attacked Lacey from behind, and they pretty much... Gave her some payback, or as uh, Paige would like to say it in her movie, Fighting With My Family, a receipt. So, Lacey Evans, again, we don't know right now what's going on with Lacey Evans and Bailey. There might be a title match, there may not be, uh, but it's kind of, again, another thing up in the air, another testing of the waters, as WWE seems like they're doing here lately. Roman Reigns defeated Dolph Ziggler before King Corbin humiliated the big dog. And when I say humiliated, this was a segment that had to get a lot of attention. It was at the end of the show, um, a pretty subpar show, I should say. And when Roman Reigns, uh, the big dog, I should say, the big dog Roman Reigns, and I say big dog because when he got humiliated, he got humiliated in, in the sense of King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler pouring, strapping Roman Reigns up to the turnbuckle on the outside, uh, the pole to the turnbuckle, and pretty much smearing dog food all over his body. Great segment. I love the heel of King Corbin. I love him as a heel. He's awesome. He's great. And Dolph Ziggler teaming up with that. And we've got some news about Dolph Ziggler's tag team partner, Robert Roode, and I'll tell you about that here in a few minutes. But the fact that they poured and smeared dog food and it was real dog food because if you go back and you go to YouTube and you type in WWE Backstage, that new show that Renee Young and CM Punk host, King Corbin's on there and he talks about it actually being dog food. It's not fake, it's real. And for that to happen, and Roman Reigns, you know, again, I have to assume that Roman Reigns has signed off on him getting dog food smeared all over his body and his hair and his face. I mean, it was pretty humiliating. I cannot wait till this Sunday when Roman Reigns gets his revenge on King Corbin. Hopefully that feud will end because honestly after, I mean, it could go to bigger heights, I'm sure, but the way King Corbin humiliated uh, Roman Reigns this week, um, I, I don't see how much further it could go. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't foresee it lasting very much longer. So this Sunday, again, we'll talk about here in a few minutes, but Roman Reigns, the big dog, will for sure get his revenge on King Corbin. That pretty much wraps up SmackDown. Not a lot happening. Like I said, it's a very it was a very subpar SmackDown. Tune in tomorrow, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, as SmackDown Live will be live only on the Fox Network. But we are going to hear from another one of our sponsors, the second of the third sponsor we have, and that is the Bellhaven Pool Room, located in Bellhaven. Justin says that it's smaller than Manio, and if you've ever been to Manio, North Carolina, or Roanoke Island, it's smaller than that. So if you blink your eyes and you're driving, you miss it. 
Gosh, man, I hate ignorant people. Yeah, I do too. What's going on? What happened? Someone just told me there's nothing to do in Belhaven, so I had to put them in check. Do you tell them about Georgie's Sport and Oyster Bar? Dang straight I did. I told them to start their night by having dinner with Georgie and his wife, Laura, at the place to go for great salad, seafood, and sandwiches in Belhaven, all at great prices. A must while in town. You did tell them after supper to go to the Belhaven pool room as well, right? Ha! You think? I told them after they eat to go grab an ice-cold brew, the coldest beer in town at that, and shoot a few games of pool with the friendliest crowd of folks. With Curtis Wayne and Miss Debbie as your host, you're guaranteed to be in good company. Did I leave anything out? No, ma'am. I think you painted them a picture of the perfect Bellhaven night out. That's what I thought. Ah! Georgie's Sport and Oyster Bar and the Bellhaven Pool Room on Business 264 in downtown Bellhaven. Okay, and we're back. Thank you, Bellhaven Pool Room, for your sponsorship. It is greatly appreciated, as well as all the other ones that we have accumulated over the past week. We have Village Hardware located in Wanchies, Bellhaven Pool Room located in Bellhaven, and who else do we have? OBX Bail Bondsman, and we'll hear from them after we get done talking about Raw this week. Rusev and Lana signed their divorce papers. That is a sad, sad thing to do. And... I I don't know how much we can talk, how much more we can talk about this and the things that they have done in this story. Uh, I don't think it, it, could, it could be duplicated at, in, in any sense. I think that um, it, it's going to run its course as everything does. And I don't know. I, I don't think there could be another storyline that could be in the same sense and, and do the same thing as what Lana, Rusev, and Bobby Lashley have done. They've had makeout sessions after makeout sessions between Bobby and Lana. They've had a hotel room encounter um, half naked. They've had a uh, restaurant dinner being interrupted by Rusev. They've had a massage gone wrong, I guess. In, in, in the middle of the ring, actually. Uh, they've had another makeout session. They've had a quote-unquote baby scare or fake pregnancy, which, again, to this day, is, is a little overboard, in my opinion. But, yeah, they've, they've done a lot in this storyline, and it would just... You'd have to assume that these three superstars have set the bar to, to, to doing this kind of storyline. I don't think there's any other three out there that can pull this storyline off. And let's not forget that this all started because of Maria Canellas. Okay, let's no, let's not forget that, guys, and ladies and gentlemen, because she she could have played more into this storyline. I think. I mean, I could be wrong, probably am, but maybe she could have she could have done one or two more segments. I mean, she really was pregnant, you know, by Mike Canellas, her husband. But I feel like she could have played more. But let's not forget this all started with her and her big mouth. You know, so Maria Canellis, if you're listening, you have ruined a marriage. Drew McIntyre defeated Matt Hardy. Uh, before this match even started, Drew McIntyre did a very, very weak job at trying to, I guess, make the crowd laugh. He was trying to be a little bit of a comedian in the sense of making jokes about Matt Hardy's new baby that he just had, which congratulations, Matt Hardy, if you're listening on the new baby. And uh, I mean, <laughs> making jokes about someone, whether... They have signed off on it or not, or said it was okay. Making a joke about a baby is just not cool, okay? I mean, it might be funny, right? You know, for him, for Drew to come out and say, we know it's your baby, Matt, because it has cross eyes. The baby's cross eyed. I I don't understand that. I mean, I don't think Matt has cross eyed eyes, does he? <laughs> I mean, it's only, 
I mean, you have to look really close, or maybe at one point in time he did, but the crowd just wasn't buying it, and neither was I. But anyway, Drew McIntyre defeated Matt Hardy, and Matt Hardy has said that he has to return and you know do it the right way and do it on his terms. So welcome back, Matt, and congratulations on the brand new baby boy. All tag team champions, the Viking Raiders, sent out an open challenge, and no one other than the Street Profits accepted that challenge, but they came up short. So still, you're for all tag team champions, my Viking Raiders. Sami Zayn and Mojo Raleigh confronted Kevin Owens, but uh, that probably wasn't a smart idea on Mojo Raleigh and Sami Zayn's behalf because Owens attacked them, attacked Mojo with a kendo stick. Um, if you haven't looked, go on Mojo's Twitter or Instagram and look at the pictures that he posted. If anybody thinks those kendo sticks don't hurt, go look at those pictures because I guarantee you 100% that Mojo had a hard time sleeping that night. <laughs> Alistair Black defeated Akira Tazara. Uh, Alistair Black just, again, I mean, he's getting put in matches, so that's good. Um, I, th- I believe he does have a match this Sunday, and we'll, again, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But what are they going to do? I mean, it's I still have not got a hold on what they're planning on doing with Alistair Black. I mean, I really, really hope he's just not a mid-card guy. And I, I, I hope that they go far with him because he's very, very talented. He has a very good character. Humberto Carrillo defeated Andrade. Andrade actually blaming all this uh, this defeat from Humberto Carrillo on none other than Selena Vega. And need I remind everybody, Aleister Black and Selena Vega are married. And I would still love to see a storyline with them two. I want to see Selena Vega turn on Andrade and team with Aleister Black. Not that he needs a, a mouthpiece because he's just a character that doesn't need that. But I think it would be a cool, a, a, a good heel turn or a good face turn, either one. It would be a good turn in gym, I think, personally. Buddy Murphy defeated Zack Ryder. No surprise there. Zack Ryder, along with his tag team partner, uh, Kurt Hawkins, just very, uh, I would say, journeyman is just would like to quote that. AOP and Seth Rollins attacked Kevin Owens. They are now a team, I believe, AOP and Seth Rollins. And as I stated last week on the show that I believe and what I read in the rumors going around that they were going to tag team or they were going to team up Seth Rollins and AOP and and call themselves the Architects of Pain. And I love that. I think that's a great name for them. I think it's very catchy and I think they'll do a great job. Women's champion Becky Lynch defeated women's WWE women's tag team champion the Kabaki Warriors via disqualification from Charlotte or from a... What did they do? They interrupted the match. The Kubaki, the Bukaki Warriors. I'm sorry. That's how I like to call them. The Bukaki Warriors. Uh, they interrupted the match. And I believe now they will have a match against Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch this Sunday at TLC. But again, another tag team in the women's division that, I mean, it might just be me, right? It might be me, but the Bukaki Warriors just aren't there. I think you have too much talent in a singles in a singles person as an Oscar to be in a tag team. And, and Kyrie Sane as well. I mean, Kyrie Sane, no disrespect to her, she's very good single in a singles run, you know? I just think that there's Oscar's got too much talent to be in a tag team. I don't think there's any possible way you can convince me if I'm a writer and say that we need to tag team uh, Kyrie Sane and Oscar up because of what reason? I would have to sit there and say no all day long. You know, if it was up to me. Eric Rowan defeated local competitor. Uh, the match got stopped because of, you know, Eric Rowan's got this cage, right? What's in the cage? We don't know. And uh, we'll probably find out very soon. Or it could be one of them things that WWE drags out. And, I mean, who knows what could happen. 
United States champion Rey Mysterio defeated AJ Styles to retain his United States championship. And, uh, I mean, I can't say much other than that. I mean, Rey Mysterio is, it seems to be, I mean, I, I think that's the second time he's closed out Raw, you know? And he seems just to be on this high. I don't know if his career is coming to an end where he's just riding, you know, riding the high life right now and enjoying his time. But, I just don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know right now when it comes to WWE, and I think that's a good thing, you know? I don't think you want the fans to understand what's going on. I think you want the fans to be on the edge of their seat like I am and to see what happens. You know, we talk, me and Justin talk about it all the time. What do we expect from Firefly Funhouse and Bray Wyatt? Don't know. Just, you don't know about what Bray Wyatt or The Fiend is going to do. So you kind of have to sit back in your chair and just relax and watch it unfold. And I think that's the best thing that WWE's got going for is that a lot of people, I I believe, that do podcasts like myself or blogs or whatever, or writers, have no idea what storyline's going where. I mean, take take the Bukaki Warriors and Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. They've been feuding for a good month now, right? A couple weeks. You, you kind of know where it's going. You kind of want to think that they're going to get a title opportunity. That I mean, I'm talking about Becky and Charlotte. But... Do we want to see Becky and Charlotte be a tag team? So what what's the what's the sense in giving them a title shot? Because if they win, you have you now have Becky Lynch, women's raw women's champion and tag team champion with Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte Flair, if you go on WWE.com right now and or you download Corey Graves after the Bell podcast, you'll hear her say that she kind of feels like she's in limbo. I mean, it, I'm paraphrasing, but she just she's searching for the next great opportunity and there's tons of opportunity out there don't get me wrong but charlotte flair is so big it's in a spectacle to watch she's just looking for the next great opportunity and she you know she puts it like that i mean she could she can take this match with the bukaki warriors right and becky lynch and and possibly become one half of the tag team champion women's tag team champion and then what? She defends her titles with Becky Lynch. Same thing Seth Rollins did. He was universal champion in tag team champions. And, and, he, and he lost them with Braun Strowman. I mean, it just wasn't fun to watch. To see, I don't personally like the double champion. You know, like Seth Rollins being tag team and universal champion. I don't want to see Becky Lynch, as stale as she is already stale as she is already to me, become women's champion and tag team champions. I thought that you should have stuck Charlotte with Lacey Evans to become tag team champions. That would have been a hell of a team. And and please, if anybody feels the need to jump on Facebook, and if you listen, jump on Facebook, go to my Facebook page, WWE Mentality, uh, and send me a comment or send me a post or send me a message and tell me what you think. Do you think Charlotte Flair having all the accolades that she has, and she's got more to go. You know, she's not at the end of her rope. Do you think that she could be a good tag team champion? Because honestly, it's like Asuka in the role that she's in now. There's too much star power to be in a team. And I could see where people might get that mixed reaction, right? Like you want, in a team, you want star power. I get it. But Charlotte is not, and maybe because I haven't seen it, and I'm just speculating. But Charlotte has not been in a tag team role with a championship. She's only been at the top of the mountain as a women's champion. So maybe that's all I see her as, as a women's champion. Maybe she might do good. You know, maybe she could prove everybody wrong, including myself, and and be a good tag team champion. But I don't want to see her with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, if she's going to be the top of the mountain person, if she's going to be the Raw Women's Champion, she only needs to be that. Flat out. 
don't give her too much to where she has to double roll things. You have all these other women that are tag teams that, you know, give the belts back to the Iconics. I mean, do that instead of tag team champions of Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. It's too much. You know what I mean? And again, feel free to go on Facebook, WWE Mentality's Facebook page. Send me a comment or send me a message and let me know what you think. So, I mean, I, I could be wrong. But that pretty much wraps up Raw. Rey Mysterio defeating AJ Styles to retain his United States Championship. I'm going to let you uh, hear from OBX Bail Bondsman if you're ever in trouble here on the Outer Banks. And you get sent to jail. These guys are definitely a, a good phone call away and uh, something you might want to say. So listen to them. Uh, let them tell you what they can offer. And enjoy this very comedic commercial. We'll be back in a few seconds. Man, dang, what the heck did you do now? I messed up bad this time. Acting a fool and got locked up, man. Seems like we were just getting tuned up a couple hours ago. How'd you get out of the slammer so quick? I called the fellows over at OBX Bail Bonds and they came and got me out before the soap could hit the floor. Haha, <laughs> what? That's how fast I was out of there. The only number you need to know is 252-216-9000. Their office is a mile down the road from the Manny Jail. Heck, they'll even come get you out in Curry Tuck. I know from experience. 252-216-9000. Let me plug that number in my phone just in case. 252-216-9000. Next question, what if I get locked up and I'm broke? Been there too, bro. Luckily, they offer payment plans with little to no money down on some bonds. Just call Hunter and Jason. They've been in the game since 02, so they know exactly what they're doing. Thanks, man. Now stay the heck out of trouble. Ha! I'll try, but you know me. OBX Bail Bonds. They'll get you out before the soak can hit the floor. Call 252-216-9000. OBX Bail Bonds. <laughs> Bombing. OBX Bales Bonds, men. They will definitely get you hooked up with anything that you need if you ever get in trouble. And uh, they can get you out before the soap hits the floor. That's what I heard. Um, This is the part of my show where I like to uh, send my thanks out. And I don't think I can thank people enough. Uh, I want to thank RedCircle.com. That is our hosting site for our podcast. They've been nothing but helpful with uh, all the questions I've ever had. Thank you to our new sponsors, the one we just heard from, uh, OBX Bail Bondsman, the Bellhaven Pool Room, and Village Hardware, located in Wanchies, North Carolina, right outside here at the Outer Banks. Um, thank you to friends and family who show their support. Thank you to all the fans who download the podcast and who listen on YouTube. I mean, like I said, I don't think there's enough thanks that can go out. Thank you, WCMS, or 94.5 WCMS, for uh, letting this stranger walk into your studio and record your stuff on all of your devices. Um, thank you, obxtoday.com, who also puts their uh, puts our podcast up here on obxtoday.com. And uh, again, thank you to everybody who joins in, who listens, who participates in, in this wild ride. And I've always said from the beginning, this is going to be a long process as all great things are i don't think a great thing has ever happened to me overnight um, you, you can't fall in love overnight truly fall in love overnight you can't you know buy a car overnight everything's a process in life or i should say everything great is a process in life whether it's a couple days a couple months a couple years and but but thank you to everybody who participates in this podcast and just shows their support and love for and I know the people listening are the same people who have the same love that I do for WWE and uh, wrestling entertainment. But I've got some news here, some breaking news, some news you may or may not have heard of. But one of them, this week, WWE released their first two inductees to the WWE Hall of Fame. This is actually going to be two nights before WrestleMania now. There is a new schedule out there. It's, gonna be a three, it's still going to be three nights. 
It's a three-night event. You have Sunday, Saturday, and Friday. Actually, it's going to be four. Yeah, four four nights now. But the Hall of Fame is going to be on Wednesday this year. Following uh, or before SmackDown, you're going to have... Here's the schedule. I should do it like this. I shouldn't do it backwards. You're going to have WWE Hall of Fame on Wednesday. You're going to have SmackDown on Friday. You're going to have NXT Tampa Bay on Saturday. And then WrestleMania on Sunday. So there are now four events and, and just not three. But the two inductees, two entrants into the 2019 Hall of Fame are none other than the NWO and the animal, Dave Batista. I kind of have, I wouldn't say mixed emotions, right? I very vaguely remember the NWO when I was a kid. Obviously, I can YouTube anything and go back and watch them. But it doesn't seem like they're deservable to be in WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, is that right to say? Or am I wrong? Or what's what's going... I don't know. What, what am I thinking of? I mean, am I wrong to think that the NWO New World Order should be in the WWE Hall of Fame? I mean, fans, let me let me know what you think. I, I just, I feel that, yeah, Kevin Nash was in the WWE. I get it. Yeah, X-Pac was in WWE. Yeah, Scott Hall was in WWE. All three of those guys deservedly go in WWE Hall of Fame singly. Singly. But the NWO was never in WWE. Not that I can remember. I could be wrong. But as well, their their partner in crime, Dave Batista, was also inducted this past week or uh, announced that he was going to be inducted. I like it, but then again, I don't like it. It may be too soon. I think there's tens of thousands of other wrestlers in the past that can be inducted into 2019 Hall of Fame. Dave Batista did obviously play a role. I honestly believe he was the difference maker. Uh, being an evolution, getting a title run, you know, having good matches, being being obvi- he was obviously a force to be right. I mean, he he the animal just isn't thrown out there for fun. You know, that name, the animal Dave Batista. He definitely was fun to watch. He did have good entertaining matches. He had a couple entertaining segments, right? Some comedic segments. I don't know. Mixed emotions about this Dave Batista 2019 Hall of Fame. Maybe it should have waited a couple more years. I just feel like maybe there's there's some more deservable Hall of Fame people to go in. I, again, I could be wrong. So, anyway... The shaman of sexy John Morrison returns to WWE after years away. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I try so hard and I can't not, I can't rise above it, honestly. I, I tried to revise that song and I, I, I sound terrible doing it. I know that. But I love having John Morrison back. He is going to bring a whole different attitude than what he did before when he was in WWE, before he left. This is what's best for business. Braun Strowman got injured at a live event. The severity of this injury is unknown at this time. He could be a TLC. He could not be. I don't have him in any of my notes right now for TLC matches, but he could or could not be there. But Braun Strowman definitely injured at a live event. Hip or back is kind of unknown again, so... Just throwing it out there that that is definitely some news to pay attention to. One half of the ex-Raw Tag Team Champions, Robert Roode, got suspended for 30 days because of failing the WWE's wellness policy. He is not the only one. Primo Cologne also got suspended for 30 days because failing the wellness policy WWE has. I mean, point blank and simple, guys. Don't shoot up 
right? Don't shoot up unless you, uh, I mean, am I wrong to say unless you really need to? Is, is there any need to? But yeah, Robert Rude out for 30 days, along with Primo Cologne, if anybody pays attention to Primo Cologne anymore or even knows who he is. Another interesting thing I got in my notes, one last thing for some news. If you've ever been to WWE.com's net, or WWE Network, there is a... I guess a segment or a, a topic on there called WWE Untold. If you go on there and you see the one that is between Seth and Sting, please watch it. Watch it all the way and then watch it all the way more because at the very end of this video, I believe it's a 30 to 35, maybe 40 minute video, giving the rundown of what happened with Sting and his back issues between Sting, the injury he sustained, supposedly, and I say supposedly, I have it in my quotes right here in, in my notes, supposedly ended his career. It was a spinal cord injury, again, supposedly ended his career, was never going to wrestle again. But if you watch that all the way through and you get to the end and you get to the point where Sting hints, he's hinting that he, if the stars aligned, right, if everything worked out perfect, Vince McMahon, Triple H, approved it him and this is coming from him if everything aligned the universes just fell into place the stars aligned everything worked out him and taker could have a face-off i don't know i mean i got pretty excited when i heard that so i mean sting taker i think everybody wants this to happen and will it happen at 2019 i honestly believe it's got to if it's going to be taker it's got to happen right now now or never for Taker. It's now or never for Sting. So again, WWE, if it's going to happen, do it this year. And on it, you know, I always talk about WWE and what they do and how they say things and when they promote things. It's it, it all falls into place, right? Why would you air WWE Untold this time of year, right? This thing happened like two years ago. Why would you air it now? Maybe even three years ago. I don't know. Kind of suspicious. All right. Moving on to TLC. Tables, ladders, and chairs happening this Sunday. Only on the WWE Network for $9.99. First month's free for new subscribers. TLC matches I got this far are Universal Champion The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. That is a non-title match. Again, I told you Bray Wyatt's been playing mind games with The Miz, been trying to get in his mind, trying to mess him up, get him off his game. I think The Fiend walks away still. Obviously, if it's not a title match, I think The Fiend walks away the winner. Or Daniel Bryan comes and helps The Miz, which would obviously be yet another surprising turn given the history of The Miz and Daniel Bryan. The Bukaki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch for the title, tag team titles. I hate to say it, but I think Bukaki Warriors win this match. They keep their titles. Because like I said, I don't want to see Charlotte Flair and I don't want to see Becky Lynch as tag team partners. Unless they're going to set up the four horsewomen match at WrestleMania. And this would be a, a decent way to start that build to WrestleMania. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a TLC match. That is tables, ladders, and chairs. This will be a hard-hitting match, ladies and gentlemen. Very hard-hitting, very fun to watch. SmackDown Tag Team Champs, The New Day versus The Revival. That is the title match. I think The New Day keeps it. I mean, I've, I've gone on record and say I don't like The New Day. I think they're, they're too hype. Yeah, they've done a lot. They have. But I just think... They need to break up. Big E needs to turn. I don't see Kofi turning. Xavier's hurt. So I think Big E needs to turn. There he is. And walking in to WWE Mentality Studio right now is the one and only, the ghost, Mr. Executive Producer Justin Bateman. Oh, gosh. Hey, uh, Mr. Wonderful, 
<laughs> Almighty Mr. Wonderful, I do apologize. <laughs> I got hung up with something going on outside of the, the workspace area, and, and I, I'm a little late. Actually, I'm really late. Really late. And I do apologize humbly, and I, re- I re- request that you uh, forgive me, please. I forgive you. All right. And if what? I didn't, you'd fire me. So um. you're forgiven. <laughs> right? I mean, that's how it works, right? Um, <laughs> not exactly, but okay. Yeah, sure. I, all right. I like that. Yeah. What uh, what 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 am I what are we on right now? Man, we're we're ending we're going towards the end of the show. Which so one? We're well, my show, the Wait, WWE mentality. You're done with WWE mentality. So I missed the whole thing. Almost, yeah. I thought you were talking about you were like finishing up wrapping up SmackDown or something. Uh, we're heading into TLC matches right now. Okay, TLC matches, perfect. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, Jr. I started watching Raw or not Raw, excuse me, SmackDown. Fell asleep, woke up, and it was over. <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to rewatch it on DVR. Uh, Raw, I was able to catch bits and pieces of it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of dropped the ball on watching and getting up to speed with everything this week. That's well, okay, because uh, I thought both of, the, both of those shows were subpar. Subpar this week? Yeah, I mean, other than the King Corbin and Roman Reigns skit at the end of the SmackDown, I thought it was subpar. Subpar. Wow. I mean, did you happen to see that? Part? No, I didn't. That's the thing. Like, um, well, I, they, I, they took I, dog food and rubbed it all over Roman Reigns. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, how would you? It was real dog food because he went on a uh, King Corbin went on WWE backstage. I think his, that uh, Corbin's going to get the chair, a metal <laughs> chair. Well, as I was just saying, they do have a match at TLC, and it is a TLC match. So tables, ladders, and chairs will be in effect with that within two. So um, I this, think Roman Reigns comes out with victory. Well, I, I think it's time to put this baby to bed, and I Me agree. Too. I think uh, you know this is this is well worn out. It's welcome as far as a uh, conflict. Um, I, and yeah, I believe you're right. I believe Roman Reigns will will get the upper hand uh, this time. Well, and I'm gonna go back over the matches as well, so you know. Okay. Universal Champion the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus the Miz in a non-title match. It's what gonna be think? it's gonna be disrupted, and Daniel Bryan is gonna align realign with. The Miz. Uh, no, Daniel Bryan is gonna realign with. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Really? Did you not see a little clip from the Firefly Funhouse? the other night because like I said I caught the first part of Smackdown right and he was talking about my family you know mm. and, and there was a real quick flash of like a clip and you see three figures mm. of hu- three human figures one of them in the front in the forefront being that of Daniel Bryan wow okay it was his figure that was flashed in the forefront and he's been dealing with this internal conflict here lately the Miz has been in his ear Right. Talking about, he's like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but we need you on SmackDown, and we need you healthy and all this other kind of stuff. Right. Dude, he's going to align with, Daniel Bryan's going to align with The Fiend. Watch as it unfolds. I, I, I that's not a prediction. And... In the words of Paul Heyman, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. <laughs> I like it better when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, JR. Um, I know. I, I thought he would team up with The Miz, because given the history that him and The Miz have had, I mean, it would only it would be a very big surprise. It's very possible. And the Miz, let's not forget, a couple I wouldn't say a couple years ago, probably about what ten years ago now, Miz brought in Daniel Bryan as his rookie. Yes, he did. I mean, there's a lot of history there. there. Is You're right. So I mean, it very well could be that we could go that way. Either we'll way, see. I think it's going to be surprising if that's the case. I do too. Yeah. Um, Bukaki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch title match. Um. Dude, I'm going to be honest, man. I don't see where this is going. Like, if I could see a direction for this, um, the Bukaki Warriors. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
I just don't see which direction this is trying to go. Like, I, a lot of times, like I said, I can see if there's a, an angle that they're trying to play here. Uh, but this is one that's kind of got me thrown for a loop. Um, I'm going to say that Charlotte and, and Becky win, and they're forced to have some sort of alliance that's going to result in some sort of rematch without Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania of some sort. Um, possibly. I, I don't know. Because, I mean, listen, next month starts WrestleMania season, bro. Yep. Okay, kick Back off close. the road to WrestleMania starts with the Royal Rumble. That's right. That's next month. Yes, it is. So, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's, things are, they're, they're trying to get things fine-tuned in, in a shape to go towards the towards. WrestleMania now. Right, so anyway, right. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'll I say that Charlotte and Becky win. Well, I said earlier on the show when I was talking um, the Raw segment about you know, Becky facing the Bukaki Warriors and uh, Charlotte and Becky teaming up. I just don't. There's too much star power. You know, Becky Lynch is going to be a champion. Let her only be the Raw Women's Champion. Don't let her be the tag team and the Raw Women's Champion with Charlotte Flair. And if that was the case, if they do win, I only see it as them starting the four horsewomen match at WrestleMania. That would be cool to see. Okay, that's, right, what, that's, a, good, that's, that's a good way to look at that's it. That's the only way I see them trying to prepare that to happen. Right. Okay. You know, I mean, you get what? Yes. Roman Reigns, King Corbin. I'm picking Roman. For Roman. That. Yep. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the New Day versus the Revival. Dude, this is a, this is like a broken record here, in my opinion. Don't, haven't they fought each other like three or four times already for the I titles? I literally just said before you walked in that I've been on record to say I do not like the New Day because they're just they're the same thing every single time. At least when you had the Usos in there, they were exciting. Where are the Usos? Are they like uh, being punished right now? I would have to assume that one of them is. <laughs> They've like fallen off the map the last few months. I mean, since what SummerSlam? Yeah, maybe even before that. But <sighs> I don't know. The New Day just seems kind of they're played out. Yeah, I, I still think Biggie needs to turn, and the turn may be Sunday because I mean Xavier's out, right? And that would be a good time to do it. You have no other backup, Kofi. So we're gonna have Biggie turn on you. That would be awesome, dude. Like I really hope that that's what happens at TLC. I really I hope think it that's needs what to happen. happens. I mean, what do you what do you think needs to happen with the New Day? I mean, they're they're funny to watch, right? They've transcended they've got, the tag team division. They've gotten stale, though. They've gotten stale. It's time for heavy machinery. But anyway, uh, anyone not, but the New Day. Anyone but New Day. I don't know, man. I'm not even a big fan of. The, I like the revival, but I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 heavy machinery time. And, and another thing, too, again, like Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, if you're going to have a freaking pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell or you're going to have a pay-per-view called TLC, every match needs to be the TLC or preach, preach. Hell in a Cell match. Preach, JR, preach. Especially if you're going to have, I mean, we, we all saw what last year where the New Day versus the Usos in Hell in a Cell. I think it was last year, like how great that match was. Yes, I believe you're correct. Yes. I mean, it was awesome. So why not have four people doing a TLC? <sighs> It'll be awesome. Uh, Rusev and Bobby Lashley, tables match. Time to put this one to bed. This is a, this so is a dumb storyline from the beginning. Well, they did sign their divorce papers on Monday. Yeah, okay. Sad right. day. Sad day. It was. I mean, I mean, but I just, it's time for this to be over. Okay, go ahead. Let Rusev pummel Bobby Lashley, beat him to pieces, and that be the end of it, please. <laughs> Either that or 
I would love to see uh, some sort of spark in Lana's eyes as Rusev is getting beat mercilessly by Bobby Lashley. And it's like, maybe she really does still love Rusev. Then she'd take a chair from Bobby Lashley, start beating Bobby Lashley with the chair, and then she and Rusev get back together. I think that could happen. That sparked an idea for me. Maybe uh, Lana gets, you know, a little, I don't know, like you said, a twinkle in her eye, or maybe gets a little emotional and confli- yeah. conflicted as well. There you go. It's conflicted. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know what to do. Maybe she grabs a chair and who does she hit? Or maybe does she bring a table in for somebody? I don't know. Can she lift the table? Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's still up for debate, too. But yeah. Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. I think it's going to be great. Dude, Alistair Black is on his way up. Buddy Murphy, get ready because you're going down, son. <laughs> you're going way down. Well, as I uh, said earlier in the show, Alistair Black just seems, I hope, I really hope they don't screw this up. I hope they don't either. I think he's just. I I, I said that uh, Andrade and him need to not team up, but they need to go against each other. And Selena Vega needs to turn on Andrade and team well, with her husband. It could possibly go that way. I, I mean, I, you I, saw I after like what happened that. on Raw. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. that could potentially happen. I heard Andrade blamed Selena for uh for his loss. For his loss. Yeah. He did. That's a good start. He did. Um, it's rumored Bailey versus Lacey Evans for the title. Has that match not been confirmed? I thought it was. Uh, what I read, it was rumored. Rumored. Okay. Yeah. Um, I dude, see it happening. Lacey I, Evans is my home girl. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been a Lacey Evans fan ever since she started walking around and prancing out to the ring just to distract whoever yep. was in the ring and prance back backstage. I was like, I like this girl. And she's a former Marine? Yep. Come on. Well, I mean, that was Army, but like still. she outranks you anyway. I mean, that's how it works. <sighs> I'd be okay. <laughs> I would stand at attention for her. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's... A little that's, dirty. Uh, I, Sorry. <laughs> well, w- hey, WWE's taking a, a turn, too. So why not WWE mentality take a turn? Well, you hey, you know what? PG-13 forever. Well, you know, I mean, just just me personally, I, you know, I try to be a little mindful of what I say, but sometimes it just happens. I mean, I can't help. It's called word vomit, you know. Or, yeah, a baby bird. So yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that, yeah, that wraps uh, wraps up TLC. I mean, do you want to go over SmackDown or? No, no, no. That's okay. I mean, if you've already covered it, man, there's no sense in going back through it again. I just want to humbly apologize for my absence. Uh, I will be here next Thursday with you again. I'm, I. Don't foresee anything like this taking place. I ended up having lunch with someone that we got into conversation and it just went way off. And I looked at my watch. I'm like, whoa, bro, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose track of time. I looked at my watch one minute. It was 12 o'clock. Then I looked at it again, and it was quarter after one. I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, it's time to go. Sorry about that, you got JR. things to do, bro. Yeah. Leaving uh, me here all by myself. I, I, I apologize humbly. I'm looking you. at the door like a dog waiting for its owner. Like, when's he going <laughs> to walk in? Like, he's coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I want you to tell us the story real quick on uh, these three sponsors that we got. Oh, shoot. Uh, where do you want me to start? Start with Village Hardware. Village Hardware in Wanchies is your one-stop shop for... All of your hardware needs paint supplies, marine supplies. I mean, it's a hardware store. They've even got horse feed. They've got premium dog foods. They've got all the different things that you need, hunting supplies, shotgun shells, rifle uh, am, you know, bullets, all, all right, the ammunition right. lines, duck sleds, decoys, uh, village hardware, and Wanchi's right there on Highway 345. Definitely your one-stop place for all of your hardware, paint supplies, and marine needs, as well as hunting supplies as well, you know, to go. Okay. Well, that pretty much wraps up Village Hardware. All right. In a nutshell, right? Yeah, that's Village Hardware. <laughs> um, you actually 
have a, what, a family member do OBX bail bonds, right? Yes, uh, I, I had two clients, two former clients of OBX bail bonds. I felt like who could do them more, do the client justice right. than two people that have been clients of them, you know? So I called in my brother and right. a friend of mine to voice the commercial. They did a great job. Well, you, you wrote the commercial. I wrote the commercial for it. So them. you did a good job. Well, I mean, but they still <laughs> came in and put their talents to it. Right. Uh, you know, they'll have you out before the soap can hit the floor. Call 252-216-9000. Talk to Hunter or Jason. You go to jail, they'll come get you out. I mean, little to no money on some bonds. Right. So it's OBX bail days. bonds. Yes. OBX bail bonds. They'll have you out before the soap can hit the floor. Bellhaven Pool Room. And Georgie Sport and Oyster Bar, yes. Georgie Sport Oyster Bar and the Bellhaven Pool Room. The perfect night out in Bellhaven consists of at least those two things. I mean, there's other things to do in Bellhaven. But if you want the perfect night out, you're going to start at Georgie Sport and Oyster Bar. Get yourself a bite to eat. Say hello to Georgie and his wife. Get some oysters. They have, they're in season. Other than that, get one of the. They got an acre station ribeye. From what I understand, is phenomenal. As well as this crab cake that I keep hearing so much about. But that's where you're going to want to get your grub on before you go on down to the Bellhaven Pool Room and say hello to Curtis Wayne, Miss Debbie, Serena's back there. They got they've got for a fact the coldest beer in Bellhaven. You want the coldest beer in Bellhaven is going to be had at at the Bellhaven Pool Room. Okay, some kind of special ice. Well, they got a secret additive that they put into the ice that makes it that much colder. That being said, they do that. They also, I mean, they got darts. You know, of course, it's the pool room. It's got pool tables. They got the NFL Sunday ticket on Sundays. So that's. So I can uh, go down there and watch the Redskins lose again. If you so desire, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it's uh, Georgia Sport and Oyster Bar in the Bellhaven Pool Room on Business 264 in downtown Bellhaven. I hear if you go down there and you see one no no mama, you do not want to challenge her at the time. Uh, from what I understand, she's a two-time dart champion. Um, but the thing is, is it leads me to believe that there's just not much competition. Uh, so not that she's good. It's just that there's uh, no competition. Okay. Yeah. So, know. JR, I think we could probably beat her blindfolded. But that's just me. I don't know, man. She's very intimidating. I mean, she has that look. Okay, maybe she is a little intimidating. No, you no, know she's intimidating. Yeah, no. you're right. You're right. You're here with her every morning. Indeed. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but that uh, wraps up all three of our newly found sponsors. Thanks to... The big man in charge. Executive producer type stuff, man. You're the talent. I'm the producer. That's how it works. It's like uh, you're the writer, and I just go out there and say whatever promo you tell me to say. Well, that's the thing. That's the benefit you have is the talent, is you just do your talented things, and I just do the the behind-the-scenes work. So I thank you for allowing me to be part of the podcast today as producer. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming in. It's like, like, (laughs) you know, in a a sense, it's like... uh, like Biggie, even though you're not, you don't look anything like Big. I'd be more like Biggie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and, you, and you Puffy, can, I can be. Uh, what's that? You can be. Um, Suge Knight, Otis, you can Otis, Otis, Otis. Yeah. Okay, yes. I can be Otis, and I can be Tucker. Otis, yes. There we go. Right. We are the Outer Banks version of Hammy, uh, Heavy Hammy, Heavy <laughs> Machinery. <laughs> We're soft machinery. Soft machinery. There we go. We're light machinery. Light machinery. Okay. All right, that's it, Jr. Is that it? That that is it. All right, man. Well, well, we are working on an intro, and I mean. Speaking of talents, I saw you wanted to hear the computer the other day, and I had no idea what you were doing. But we'll work on it, Jr. You, you like, know how to do that before too much like longer. A snap. You're like done. I'm done. Well, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Don't <laughs> we'll worry about it. it. We'll have an intro very, very soon. Hopefully by 2020 start, we'll have that intro down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope before that. Uh, next week, I plan on that being our last podcast. Okay. Uh, before Christmas break, but obviously, I think Christmas. The 25th. The 25th and the 26th. There's no way I'm getting it here. I don't think you're. 
I mean, I'll be here for part of the day, but I won't yeah. be here all day. No, I mean, if you say, hey, we're podcasting, we're like, yeah, you're yeah. on your own, JR. <laughs> so we'll take off the, the week of uh, Christmas and we'll be back on the second. The second? Okay. okay. Sounds like a that plan to me. Good? Sounds like a plan to me to All JR. Right. Well, that wraps up WWE Mentality, the 23rd, I believe, edition. Yeah. And uh, wow. we're going to keep chugging along. Keep chugging along. As I always like to say, man, hey, just keep slamming. And uh, everybody stay wonderful.